man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food tram sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Yes, just an old pin check on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 79 live right here in Central Texas, or 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me now is the beef. Oh yeah, beefsteak here. Cody Ryan, somewhere out there, he had a date night with his wife last night, and oh, I, I'm fine with him not showing up early today. Wait date. a minute, who has a date night and then just doesn't Come on show now. What, what you doing? That okay? And I don't uh. think it included anything to do with the boat, fishing, farming, anything that would be. No wonder he's late. Day. Now I know why yeah. he's late. Yeah. Come on <laughs> now. Woo. And Jack is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, makes sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up, put a screw in that hinge on that screen door that just does not want to stay on, puts foil on that coat hanger that gets a signal out to you, our regulators, the ones who tune in with us every week and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you for doing that. Uh, holy mm. cow. Mm. Uh, Beef and I, we were just talking before the show started about what we did yesterday and i i uh i was you know i challenge people out there i challenge men out there what is it that you were doing on your saturday and there was guys around the country in canada and uh and not yet alaska but soon <laughs> that were teaching boys how to use firearms safely Safety. It was really so gun was, safety with some shooting. Yeah, there was, was some shooting going on out there. With a, there was about a thousand boys out there that we've tracked that were uh, part of the shooting program yesterday for KOZ Kids Outdoors on the program that we started here in Austin, Texas, and uh, 
<laughs> we and you got on there and said, "Well, it was successful. Every kid left with all ten digits, and uh, everything was good. <laughs> no misfires. No misfires. No, no misfires. So it, and I had one of my uh, one of the guys that I was with yesterday um, had came up, and I sent you a copy of the video. He'd come up with so the way that they That's progressed cool. it uh, where I was with the group of guys that I was with that was training them. They had a a red rider bb gun section they went from that to a pellet gun section and they went from that to the 22s and they went from that to the shotguns mm. and uh but one of my one of the leaders one of the uh mentors had come up with this thing where it had like six cans on it on this piece of wood yeah and the boys could shoot the cans off and then he was like 20 yards away and he could pull on a string and all the cans would stand back up i've seen that on metal targets before that but that is really cool man that is was that not hilarious that was good it was it was so well done hey but it looks like uh finally little i need to dock we need to dock his time clock a little bit his punch card that's what i can Mm -hmm. you can I'm gonna. I'm. I'm thinking. I, hey, we're gonna leave this one alone after <laughs> Lover Boy had date night last oh. night and comes rolling in late. That's a good. Yeah. Time. He looks all clean, <laughs> like he was showered. You know, he took a shower and. It looks like he'd be in my house. <laughs> Man, so well. if it didn't involve the boat and it didn't involve fishing, then what else could it have involved, Cody Ryan? Oh, I, why you were I went out, we went, we went to dinner last night in, uh, the big, big town of Burton, Texas. Burton. Oh, you went up. to Burton? Did you go to the steakhouse out there? No, I went to the Mexican restaurant there <laughs> next to the, uh, next to the, uh, it, it kind of has that appearance like you would be uh, next to like the river walk in San Antonio or something. When you walk up, uh, okay. But I think it's I think it's a sewer for the city of Burton. <laughs> and, Storm uh, rain. It smells like the sewer of yeah. city of Burton. Man, they right. clean that up though. You know, they could put a couple little bridges and a walking path along it. Got a few antique a stores there. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, hey, it's gross. But the food was good, man. You get that Los Cabos, you know, with the fajita mm. and mm. the. The queso chip and the mm. enchilada. Enchilada. Uh, I haven't had a, I haven't, we, we laughed because we hadn't been and sat down at a restaurant and had a meal in months, like a full blown meal. You know, you just get so used to just cooking Rolling. at home and yeah, yeah. yeah, life on the farm and to sit at a restaurant and eat. Well, yeah, the, funny. the sun is still we, shining. I can't be inside sitting down. Yeah, well, we we were sitting inside and uh, eating, and we'd finished, and they'd carried off our plates, and I finally said, "Okay, let's go," and because uh, we realized we were both just sitting, sitting there, there staring at <laughs> staring at other people with kids, going, "Oh man, look at them suckers! I got kids with them, enjoying that, huh?" Well, that's... yeah. That was good stuff right there. Glad to hear that. And uh, so, TJ, I bet yesterday you didn't have when you were doing your your uh, safety stuff during uh, you know the shooting at Kids Outdoor Zone. 
Did uh, did your safety instructor bring a circular saw and have a whole session on, uh, you know, safety with uh, a circular saw and how it, you know, parallels with safety with firearms? You know? No, but no. that sounds like something I'm making a note of right here. Should the safety and saw did the safety instructor instructor have fake blood and fake fingers <laughs> laying down and around the <laughs> is the battery charged or is it not charged? Does it look did like they, it's loaded? Battery, loaded? yeah, on a on a wire on a uh, cordless uh, wireless saw. wireless. Yeah, I can dial up. You wouldn't believe I get five G out there at the farm. It's great. On my interesting. Side. Well, we were. We were just talking, Cody, about all the boys that got to do uh, firearm yeah. safety training yesterday. He out here. I I need some advice from you guys. So I this found isn't a real. He's not really asking. No, 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 no. I do. I really do. He never. Uh, so my wife said, "No, I'm kidding." Uh, <laughs> I, I have a raccoon living <laughs> underneath the office, and I've put out my live trap. I put a, a little packet of tuna in there. Didn't work. Put a few Cheetos in there, sort of, kind of, but didn't go in. Put some Fritos, didn't go in. Why um, are you using all kinds of weird stuff? Yeah, Whataburger. Just go with Whataburger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me run to the Whataburger downtown <laughs> here and grab Just a... sprinkle a handful of deer corn in it, and he'll be caught in less than 12 hours. Oh, that's right. Deer corn. Silly yeah, just put man. a miniature feeder in there. That goes Deer off. corn, it doesn't <laughs> rot. It doesn't smell. You're putting tuna fish cans I was in there? just that's trying disgusting. to get disgusting. You're going to catch a cat. Have, I, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I didn't have anything like that here at the office or, you know, in the general vicinity of where I was operating. You don't have deer corn in the back of your truck at all times? Yeah, I oh, bet you man. could dig up a handful of deer corn out of the bed of your truck. Just I have years I have past. A, I have a fifty-pound bag in the trailer. I just didn't think about it. Well, but that's what we're okay. here for. Well, thanks DJ. for the help, guys. Yeah, just we're here. Thought for... I'd mm -hmm. chime in there and try and get a little uh, assistance. But uh, uh, next segment, we help Beefsteak with his problems. In the segment after, we help Cody Ryan. Well, he doesn't. We have don't any, have. We, we don't have, any, have any time to get to my problems. <laughs> by the time we finished with yours, beefsteak, man, <laughs> you you already have a list. You you were running. Your mind was running, wasn't it? Going. I got. You had a list. I got already. list. When you're ready. <laughs> when you're emotionally stable enough to handle the list. <laughs> Jeez. Push into the gym. Yeah, that a was kind of rough, time. wasn't it? That was yeah, even like that's hilarious, man. <laughs> Dang. I wasn't even. I'm. I'm a little. He goes little out on a date without kids. Sorry for one, one time in three years, and look what he comes back as. Man, <laughs> dang. Well, I'm just. I'm just glad. I, I was watching a video uh, last week. We were talking about, or Cody, you were talking about how it, it'd be the last, the last thing you would do. Uh, or even consider would be to take your boat out on July 4th weekend. And I saw Gerald Swindell is, I think that's who it is. I follow Gerald him. On, Swindle. Yeah. yeah. And he did the video, the same thing he said, I, and he was hot, hot and sweaty. And he was like on his farm. And he said, yeah. I'd rather, I saw that. 
I'd rather sweat and do the mm-hmm. hardest thing on my farm than be out on the water on July 4th or something like that. And I just thought, <laughs> yep, those guys are cut from the same cloth. Who yeah. would want to do that? But I, I did have a question for you as we go into the next segment when we talk about, uh, when we talk about, um, fishing and stuff it's what 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 are guys doing in the heat of the summer i know there's tons of people that are in colorado montana stuff like that that are that are fishing but uh hey mcbride's guns mcbride's guns is our hometown gun shop um you don't go anywhere without your personal carry and you don't want to go anywhere uh to buy that personal carry except mcbride's guns because you want to make sure that you can put your hands on it you want to make sure it fits your hand correctly you want to make sure if you're providing one if you're getting a a beautiful new uh handgun for your wife for her birthday or anniversary uh a personal carry then of course you're going to go to mcbride's and have a look at them uh family owned and operated local full service firearm dealership they have youth model firearms there if you want to go get a nice 22 for your kid a nice shotgun that's the place to go you'll find them in the same place they've been for years the corner of 30th and lamar you can call them 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com mcbrides guns our hometown gun shop all right coming up we're just getting this thing fired up we've got your uh, fishing reports we've got your news the weird all your favorite segments Coming up, stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLF Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Coming to you from the Woolly Swamp. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, the summer event on 23 Rams going on right now at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Right now, you get 2.9% financing. For 72 months and 10% off MSRP on all 2023 Ram 1500 Lone, 1500 Lone Star Crew Cabs with that incredible Nile Maxwell Super Center low, low price. Nobody will beat a Nile Maxwell deal on a Ram. It's also Summer of Jeep event with even better financing on all 23 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo's. Both two and three row seating with 2.9% financing for 72 months on those. Make the summer event with the Ram and Jeep experts in Austin yours for the best selection in Nile. Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at Nile Maxwell Supercenter.com supercenter.com so before the break you were uh talking about fishing and fourth of july and how all that goes down and just it's just not something that some of us that spend a lot of time uh on the water 
or, or I guess more than the average person, right? Uh, would do would would do is go out on the Fourth of July. But I had on my notes to ask Beefsteak, being that he makes an annual trip to the lake <laughs> once or twice a year, whenever he can find the boat, remember where he stored it, and then uh, get it running. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you how that trip went. I told, I told you last week, my mentor, my, my Marine mentor has told me to stay away from the lake on July 4th and also Memorial day. And but you also, said you were going, I decided not to because you gave me this, the, the willies. Are you going to use it. me as an excuse? He, not as to why you didn't use your boat this one no, time. No, it was wise. It, 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 it's it's wise. I mean, the people that are people that are out on the water all the time are saying stay away, and so I'm gonna go. You know what? I don't usually listen a lot of times to you know I kind of do what I want, but I just wanted to. Uh, I'd said, you know what? That sounds like it's really smart. Go where when they aren't there, right? Yeah, I mean, particularly when you're not a an avid boater, you know, oh. and you don't really know what you're doing. Oh, you know, I've been through enough problems to now be where I don't have those problems anymore. You know, the whole mm. drain, drain plug thing. Oh, the whole... famous last words. Are you saying, am, am I jinxing as myself I said now? in my boat within the last, last two years with the drain plug uh issue just within the last year or two you, you know, remember that so. time we were just going across the lake and the battery blew up no that was out in the gulf when we no, were going it out was it was on choke canyon we we're going across the lake at choke canyon and the battery blew up well i remember another time we were in the boat and we were going in somebody else's boat and Either a battery or a flare. It might have been a flare that went off in the back compartment of a boat off as we were going offshore to fish the rigs. It blew up the back panel on the center console of some random guy's boat we were on. I don't remember that. Okay. So, Cody Ryan. We were far closer but to death being the, in the Gulf of Mexico in the back end blowing man, up. Man, what a than, way to go. What a way to go. we would be at Choke Canyon where we could, like, let the wind blow us up against the bank and we're safe. So, Cody Ryan, I got something new I wanted to tell you about. You ready? And it's about boating. So, okay. last year, I think it was last year or the year before, I got a misting system for the back patio. You ever oh, seen those yes. before, you know? Yeah. Where, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Doesn't that put I, out your cigar? You no, know, it doesn't. It's too fine of a mist. It keeps the smoke down. But anyways, so you've got on a fan, you've got a ring, you know, of like four nozzles and, you know, it, there's also a, uh, that you run along the edge and it creates a wall of uh, beautiful uh, mist, cool mist, right? Drops everything by 20 degrees. Well, anyways, part of this thing was I chose a, the pump that would actually work on 12 volts. And the idea is that you put it on your boat and you have those misters that are all around the outside of your boat. 
even on your bimini top or along the edge. Um, and you can run your misting system on your boat. What do you think about that? It's from Hydro Mist. Runs 12 volts. You get the water from a cooler. I feel like he got a discount or something, didn't he, for saying that name? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, hey, I'm sorry. scammed him out of well, so discount what it, that code. means you picked like the hottest day of the year to go out because you need to mist yourself. It's always fr- it's like a frying pan out there. Some you know that it can get hot, man. Hot, hot, hot. And imagine if you had a misting system on there, what it would be like, wouldn't that? Think about it. What? what yeah, do you think? it sounds like it would be. It would be like spraying Pam on you the entire time. It's basically magnifying the SPF that is melting your skin off. No. It's a terrible idea. You might as well just, yeah, spray Pam on you and go sit out there. The the nice restaurants on the outside, they have those misting systems. You know it. Where? uh, The nicer restaurants that you wouldn't know about where you actually, you know. The nicer restaurants, but you're not sitting out in the middle of the lake in the sun is what I'm saying. You're going to turn yourself into a, a, a floating cancer well, just and, floating and from, out there. You're just a, you're just a magnet for sunlight at that point, right? See, when that, you're all gleaming, shiny with mist on see, your body that, the that, whole this day. This is where I hit the, the road, you know, where I, there's a fork in the road. Do I follow my uh, advice that I'm being given, you know, by my uh, Marine mentor or do I go the path of, I think I want to do this. I want to try it. I want to be adventurous. I think it'll, it'll work. So I'm going to choose beefsteak. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. Do I think it. it'll work. I mean, I don't, I, you could just like reach over the side of the boat and splash a little lake water in your face I'm and it would feel the exact the same. Yeah. Jump in the lake or there's a lot of options for putting so water on your body. It's going to be, so you invest like, you know, a couple hundred bucks and in, in the system. And then you spend a couple, uh, I don't know, half a day, or a day yeah, like getting it ready. And then, uh, and then you put your boat back on the side of the house and uh, cover it up with the tarp again and go inside where the air conditioning is. And Yeah, then you take the tarp off the next time and it tears off the, the, <laughs> the zip ties <laughs> that are holding the little mister tube up around the edge. And then it dry rots here in about six months because it's just sitting there outside under the tarp. for. But you, know. you can then you replace the battery. Oh, the battery. Yeah, it's definitely got an acid rust on it, you know, Mm. when you pull out old batteries and then it totally corrodes. It actually made a hole in the floor of your boat. (laughs) You don't see (laughs) until you launch it. Or or you just go to the Mexican food restaurant uh, down the street from your house and you just pull your boat down there. You park across two or three parking spots you go inside you eat and then you go back home and you put your boat back up and so cody ryan what was your what was your final decision on that uh auto drain plug that i sent you where it goes into your drain plug it screws in and you know it's a one-way valve right it only goes out it doesn't go back in and you just leave it in all the time yeah i mean, I mean your expensive it is a mechanical like 
It is a mechanical device and it can and will fail you. So I have a drain plug that I operate theoretically from the console of my driver's seat of my boat. So I don't have to get up under the boat and mm -hmm. put it in and take it out every day. It's all it's on a lever system with a with a cable and runs next to the driver's seat of the boat. That's the new way they're doing them, right? So you just twist this little lever. Mm -hmm. It pulls the drain plug in. You're supposed to be able to untwist it and it pushes the drain plug back out. And it uh now I've got a system where I take a pair of needle-nose pliers before I get out of the boat, after I pull it out of the water and I throw them up on the back floorboard so that I have them there when I'm rigging the boat so I can go to pull the drain plug out because the cable no longer, it, it might be able to do, you know, to, to push the drain plug back out. Uh, but I don't trust it enough, you know, to pull on that lever hard enough, I guess. And from the inside every day when I'm rigging the boat and putting it anyway. So mechanical devices can and will fail you. It worked great for a long period of time. And now it's just not working as good as it once did. So your mechanical drain plug with the use of your boat and how often you use it. I don't really see a point. It's just going to dry rot and. By the time you take your boat out the next time, you know. I just need posty notes, right? Just put posty notes around. Drain plug. How do you, you got, you got like three things to remember. A plug, take the straps off, take the motor toter off, unhook the front. That's how you get a boat off the trailer. Basically, yeah. Straps, plug. That's Westlake motor High School toter, math right front. there. That's Westlake High things. School three. Okay. Four things. You got four things to remember. It's like, just do those four things. Oh, but you don't know, man. There's grandkids running around. There's coolers. They're the wife. They're not grandkids running around. And no. And yeah, you don't fool with any of that stuff until you get onto the boat launch. Yeah, you anyway. tell them to show <laughs> up an hour later. Back. You get back. No, you and just someday, start you back down onto the launch, and then you start putting all that stuff in. Someday no, you're going to have to it. talk me That's through. That's not okay. You you're going to have to be that guy. I will not be associated with you. Cody Ryan, Can't next time guy. we need to talk about how you get your wife to learn how to back the trailer down or to pull it away. Well, my wife is the king, queen of that. Yeah, I'll tell you what else. Not even fair. I'll tell you what else is uh, something I protect my family with. That's Altrua HealthShare. Finding affordable, top-quality health care options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed, but... Myself, my family, yeah, we're covered by Altrua HealthShare. It's a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. You heard that right, sharing in medical needs. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative. Basically, how it works, members contribute each month to a membership escrow account. Then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. See how that works? It's mm -hmm. super simple. Depending on which level of membership someone chooses, there are options for telemedicine, counseling services, maternity services, and much, much more. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altura Health Share, where we care. 
for one another. All right, news of the weird. If it hadn't gotten weird yet, it will. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to us. Welcome back. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com as a live recorded podcast. You can also catch uh, Beefsteak, Cody Ryan, and myself there. Follow all our social media and all of our uh, antics there. We'd love to see you post your stuff there, uh, your hunting and fishing pictures. Uh, got this text just now from uh wisconsin running along the mississippi river in stoddard wisconsin beautiful morning good morning men ah, good morning out there he uh, just he just reads his text online that's like a new tj segment we probably need a little <laughs> tune for it because every time he gets a text you can tell he just fades off into yep. the abyss he doesn't he doesn't pay attention to anything he reads his text messages on air and then he just no matter who it's yeah, from right. and so we probably just need like a little sound effect for that so people know that tj's left the building <laughs> and he's going to read text now oh here we go here's another text hey dad i just want to say tell you uh cody has really been bothering me lately and i really want <laughs> oh wait 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 i'm sorry that, that was our family text. Oh, uh, son auto oh man yesterday beefsteak was driving the, the border patrol tahoe and uh when i was going down there i thought you know what i need to take that over to my buddies at sun automotive because you know everybody even beefsteak at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust so we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Hey, you ready to go? My location is at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Didn't hear your location? Just go online to sunautoservice.com to look up all of their locations. But I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. That's sunautoservice.com. All right, now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, there's no surprise that there's some kind of invasion of some kind of creature in the city of New York. 
we we talk about the rats here uh, that that are there we talk about all kinds of stuff uh this report just came out by the time martin dupain got back home from a short walk thursday afternoon he was covered with a smattering of tiny flying critters they were in his hair on his shirt and in his nose when he sneezed the bugs came flying out. Stop. This is just, I can't handle it. As this. if the smoke and haze sweeping from the wildfires in Canada weren't enough, New York City has been invaded by, in recent days, with a with plumes of flying insects that have both, that have become both a nuisance and a source of fascination. Uh, what were they? Where'd they come from? And will they go away? Another uh, unwanted Canadian ex import? Let's see. Uh, says Professor David Lohman, an etymologist, entomologist. Okay, sorry. I knew what it was in my head. Uh, at the city of New York, uh, hadn't seen any of the insects himself, but he concluded from the photos and videos circulating on social media that they were winged aphids, not gnats or amateur. Uh, as amateur bugologist assumed, aphids are common all over the United States. Even in New York City, there are small pear-shaped insects that come in a variety of colors from green, red, yellow, to black, brown, and gray. While this may be annoying, these insects do not present a known public health risk, the department said that said in a statement Friday. Uh, the appearance of these aphids signals something great. New you that New York is organic, he said. If pesticide use was widespread, there wouldn't be this many aphids. And so I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. But it reminds me of growing up in Houston. And if you didn't grow up, and, and this is like way back in the day. So there's there's probably a bunch of people who have experiences and know about it, but then there's a whole bunch of people who never even don't have a clue. But we used to have the foggy man that went up and down our streets in Houston. Yeah, we had that too. And it was just a big truck and it had a big old plume of smoke. And in the early days, there was a whole lot more smoke that came out of the back of it. than in the latter days, it was not quite as smoky, but and we'd just jump on our bikes and we'd follow this guy and we'd ride through the smoke and it was awesome. I love the picture. It has a big thing. It says DEET <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> on the side, like it, don't follow within 20 yards or 50 yards or something. It explains so much. It does. <laughs> it does. So much. I knew that you'd say that, but it is a, it was a common thing. Kids playing in that. It was, it, uh, the more I looked at it and the more I read about it, it was common. And, um, and they used that everywhere, everywhere. And the mosquitoes were a big enough problem that they tried to do something about it. Now, I don't think they do it at all anymore, do they? Could you imagine no. if they even tried to do it nowadays? zero chance that would happen in any major city anyway they'll probably zero try new chance. york they'll probably try new york next because they can't stand those little bugs you know but that is the question i don't do think you go after the I don't bugs think they're, we'll. or do you cover yourself who who's it on we had that discussion yesterday 
a little bit about, okay, you're spraying and the kids, you need to spray down their legs and around the cuffs, you know, all of the critters that are out there. Or do you spray the area that you're going to be shooting? I think it's our responsibility to cover ourselves, And that, that's it. We don't need to go out and start spraying everything. Just cover yourself. Don't you agree? Well, I think both. I mean, it depends on the situation, obviously. I, I cannot, uh, I, excuse me. I've been working on some ranches and out and on some camp, you know, land and different things. And it's just habit for me to spray my ankles and my waist mm-hmm. every day at 40% east, deep east, 40% east. The highest. I spray west. west. I spray. I spray west, north, and south. East. As, as far down as possible. 40% DEET. DEET uh, is uh, that sportsman spray or whatever. 40% yep, is what I the spray. the highest you can get. 40? Yeah. Uh, legally, that's yeah. the highest you can but get. I told, you... I told you guys that I met, uh, and I'm going to try. I'm trying to go back up and have a second meeting with the guy who invented DEET and how to put it in an aerosol can. He's got yeah, you told me that seven hundred thousand acre ranch or something. How many years does he have? <laughs> He's doing great, huh? That's because he always wore gloves and uh, a big, you know, one of those fab suits. You know, those bunny suits to be protected. I, I find it interesting that you just the uh, that somebody would. I mean, that these people would put up with that stuff. But those swarms of things, and and we've noticed it. Yeah, the bug, uh, yeah, like, those little bugs are all over. Well, not the just the right little now. bugs, but like all of a sudden you'll have you'll wake up one day and you'll have June bugs all over your front porch. And they'll be around for a couple of weeks and then all of a sudden you'll have nothing and then all of a sudden you'll have snails all over your front porch or you know, it's just when these you're migrations talking, you're going through your your private uh, experience <laughs> on your front porch. So we were, but it's true. Out. Am I wrong? I mean, well, y'all no, no, no. Cause we that? were sitting, we were sitting out, we were sitting out on the back of the farm yesterday and I had some guys there and they were doing the whole, uh, teaching the boys how to use firearms. And, uh, and one of the guys was sitting there he goes, what are all these ants everywhere? Yeah. And we have an invasion right now in, in our part of Texas. And it's coming. It's coming up that your direction, folks. Um, but it's called the apricot crazy ant, and it's smaller than a fire ant. But and there's billions and billions in every square foot. And uh, I mean, it is like nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah, that's and crazy. the only thing they really do is, besides just driving nuts, is uh, they get into your electronic components, and they'll you know, keep your air conditioning condenser from working and stuff. And you can spray all the regular stuff, the, the poison that, you know, is that has the best, uh, effectiveness is the, um, is the, uh, well, what is the stuff that we use for the, uh, scorpion demons? You mean the demon stuff? Yeah. Demon using demon. Um, and it's the only thing they can offer, and it'll kill them. It'll kill them, and then uh, 30 minutes later, they're just walking across their buddy's dead bodies, going to the <laughs> walking around again. It's 
just stupid. It is crazy. Anyway, and I'm counting on Texas A&M to please use my property as your research (laughs) area and come and do whatever. It'd be great property because you've already got, you know, clouds of, you've already pretty much immune to any poisonous things (laughs) to bring it all the way back around. It's the most toxic piece of property in the Southern I mean, United you, States. you being there you makes it toxic. You're already immune. Hey, yeah. I'll tell you, partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com, your one-stop shop for all your boating needs. I'm not kidding, folks. I'm not kidding, folks. Listen, I'm not kidding, folks. I'm, sh- I'm serious here. Partsview.com. Uh, they got more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands no joke they've got brands like starbright afco uh turning point propellers teenage marine parts view prides themselves in great prices fast shipping handy maintenance kits helpful customer service and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines exactly steak Yes. Go to partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. You can use Outdoor Zone 10. That's Outdoor Zone 10. Save you a few bucks there. Go see our friends, partsview.com, where I was a customer before they were a supporter of the show. Hey, Game Warren Field Notes, coming up next, it's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. No joke, folks. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You're the regulators. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show this is your deer shooting flounder gigging dub blasting hog dogging bass catching mountain climbing fly fishing four-wheeling adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show live from the bunkhouse 24 7 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms hey keystone bank one of the well there you go keystone bank right there uh Keystone Bank is uh, our community bank. It's where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank, for all their information. It's Keystone Bank. They're our little locally owned bank and where we do our banking. Uh, That was Roberto. He is trying to get in touch with me. Text message. Here you go. More text from TJ randomly saying them on the air. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. All right, man falls overboard o- offshore after receiving a call that a man had fallen overboard 12 miles off the Bob Hall Pier. The Coast Guard rescued a man from the water near Corpus Christi. A helicopter and crew, along with the response boat, was launched. After several hours, the response boat located the man and pulled him from the water. The man was located clinging to an ice chest the two other adults aboard the craft had lost sight of him the man was uninjured so the boat crew returned him to his friends how do you fall overboard with with the cooler with the cooler (laughs) or did they say did they throw it in after and be like hey billy bob here you go man float on this i don't get it a game warden requested assistance from a drone oper- from drone operator Michael Hummert and canine handler Derek Nails regarding a missing person report out of Callahan County. It was reported the individual was suffering from multiple health issues, and because night had set in, a quick response was necessary. While Nails and his canine tracked on the ground, Hummert launched, la- launched the heat-seeking drone. During his second sweep of the area, Hummert observed a heat signature. He directed fellow wardens and local law enforcement to the location where they found the subject thirsty, but in good health. After an EMS evaluation, the individual was able to return home. I imagine it's kind of like one of those movies where they're seeing the heat signature of the guy and then all these other predator (laughs) heat signatures around it. Like, okay, don't move. There's like 12 coyotes all around you. It made me think just how much different stuff the gay wardens are doing out there instead of, you know, not just sitting there giving tickets and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. I I, I was thinking about my gay wardens and uh, the stories that I hear from them about sitting in places and just watching for poachers or finding stolen boats or busting drug dealers or i mean those guys their action-packed lifestyle right there here's one here's one for you that that would be embarrassing i came across this story a married couple found themselves in a sticky situation while fishing in southwest louisiana prompting a unique water rescue agents were called at 5 30 p.m about two people whose vessel got stuck in the southwest pass when the tide went out, uh, the couple got stranded and they struggled to get to their to get their boat unstuck from the mud. The woman was also dealing with a medical issue requiring prompt attention. Attention, um, agents. So you ought to see this video though. It's that kind of sticky saltwater mud, you know, and mm-hmm. the water goes out on it. And you can't walk in it. You can't do, you know, it's the kind uh... that eats shoes, you know, well, their, their boat is stuck in it. And the man is, uh, in the videos, just laying, you know, on his stomach, they've thrown him some life jackets and he's just laying on it. 
Uh, agents responded soon after, but were only able to get within a few hundred yards of the couple and their boat. They got creative, fashioned a raft out of floaties to keep the woman out of the sludge, which was mix- mixed with oyster shells. A photo posted on Facebook shows an agent wading into the mud belly first to get the stranded couple. Agents pulled the wife in to one of their boats and got the husband soon after. Both were taken uh, to a boat dock where they were treated. But I just thought, holy cow, man, that sludgy mud stuff down on the coast and the tide going out on you is no joke. What are you doing just? Watching the tide go out and the water go, are you not paying hey, attention? That was the date night. That had to be a date night right there. No, I just think I think it can happen else. quick. I think it can happen quick on you. Or, or imagine if you're wading, wade fishing. I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but if you're wade fishing and you got 200 yards away from the boat and that that tide's going out and you look over and you're like, oh, no, the boat's stuck. Well, the boat doesn't have to be stuck very long for that tied to continue to go out while you're trying to get it unstuck right and so it's it's always going against you time wise and it doesn't take long before it's just too late have you have you dealt with having stuck boats i've been on i've been out of my boat i i i've had to get out of my boat i probably have to do that probably three to five times a year get out of my boat to get it unstuck from somewhere. Yeah. Here's a pretty shallow too. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Well, last time I uh, had to deal with that, we went down to the coast, right? Got to Corpus. Did you take your boat? Yeah, absolutely. We launched it at like five o'clock in the morning and it was, you know, basically pitch dark. And my first reaction is do what we do at the lake. You pull away from the boat and you just start barreling, right? fast as you can and uh you know you're just in the dark never been to the coast no maps and that's no gps so i'm going whatever 35 40 knots got it planed out and all of a sudden he says knots like that's gonna make (laughs) him sound like he knows what he's doing and all of a sudden i mean in a matter of 10 feet it was like i mean just down to zero good huge sandbar Right? Yeah, it's called a I novice think. speed bump. Yeah, so then as the sun's coming up and you realize what's going on, there's no channel markers, you know, in that in that pass area. And the y- y- we ended up Where'd getting— Where'd you launch, launch? Off the side of the road or what? No, no, on a public, uh, on a public boat ramp down there by the— San Felipe. Uh, he just doesn't need to. He just doesn't know how to read the PVC pipes and all that. No, there were none because they said it shifts so much that. So, oh. anyways, the locals were out there afterwards doing what they do best. But we learned laughing all at the passing you by and waving. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, hey, it's the outdoor zone. On the flip side, we'll talk. Uh, oh man, we got a whole another hour. Some of your favorites: the Peter Report, the Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. Don't go anywhere. Get your fresh cup of coffee. Come back. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com.